Hello and welcome to They Just Get It. My name is Tyler Chisholm and I'm excited, as I often am, to with my guest today, Mr. Trevor Howie. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning, Tyler. How are you doing this fine, sunny? I know it's I know this is a this is this is radio, but essentially a sunny, beautiful Calgary day we're living in right now. Yeah, I'll take it the way the weather's been. Fantastic to be here. Appreciate yeah, I don't I did that we for anyone listening, uh, this will probably be released later, but we are coming into May long and I did happen to make the mistake of looking at the forecast this morning. Uh oh. <laughs> did did you look? No, I, I refuse. Okay, all right. To well that. we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. Um, Trevor is the senior vice president of Govan Brown. And um, Trevor and I met through a friend and we had a fantastic chat and I thought he had a really cool story and I love bringing people on the show that um, it, it wasn't a straight line. It was an indirect how they got to where they are. So let's maybe start with, tell us a little bit about what Govan Brown is all about and then we'll get into your story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, appreciate being here. I uh, love what you're doing. Love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I still question my story being interesting, but it certainly is not lineal in, uh, in its sense. So, uh, no, Govan Brown, so we're a, interiors, uh, a commercial interiors contractor, uh, okay. general contractor, construction manager. Uh, started in uh, Toronto 25 years ago. It's actually our 25th anniversary. Just had a big bash in Toronto at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Right on, 25 so, years, yeah. that's a real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so we specialize in commercial interiors, uh, mainly corporate office fit-outs, uh, renovations, refreshes, uh, but we do a lot of... Uh, retail, hospitality. Uh, one of the projects that you know the listeners and yourself might know is uh, the Simon's Core Store. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, app. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's about hundred. Oh, that's a beautiful feet. story. Yeah, that's a yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it was a great. Yeah, great project. Uh, a lot of moving parts. Uh, it was great. It's it's really a showpiece. A lot of people can experience it. Uh, well, it's great when you go. You know, you do something obscure. Oh, we do interior construction. What does that mean? It's like, oh, we did that. I'm like, oh, I I get it now. Say no more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's hard with office space. You know, like obviously, you know, you got to. Uh, gorgeous office here Thank you. Uh, but a lot of people don't understand what goes into that so when you look at the retail component and the the level of detail and the amount of people and hard work that go into these projects it certainly uh you know embodies what we do uh so like i said yeah we we specialize in interiors uh started in toronto i've uh, been out in calgary which was our second office about 15 years ago okay uh really a landing pad for our national clients uh the financial sector the banks kind of a poll you guys pulled us out here yeah totally okay, i got it yeah. you know and you know we laugh it's uh you know, we say, oh yeah, we can be national, but when you, until you try it, you don't understand. So we stumbled in a lot of false starts. A lot of things are easy to say, necessarily yes. not easy to execute absolutely. on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we realized we got to invest in process and people, right? And okay. relationships. I mean, that'll probably be a theme through this whole thing and, you know, how I've conducted myself and even how you and I met originally. Through relationships. and Absolutely. I would argue that it's the Calgary way, but I think it's just the, the way, it's a successful strategy in general. Totally agree. I think it, I think it echoes in all markets that way, but I find Calgary, I think the entrepreneurialness here, the, uh, the people, the age demographic, I think relationships really do matter here. Maybe a little bit more, maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's worked well it's, for us. It's interesting because you and I talked about this when we met. We're both from back east. from Ontario and we'll get right. into that a little bit. I grew up in Quebec and it definitely was a relationship, but it tended to be almost, almost, I don't know, like ugh, incestuous in the sense that here you can create a relationship through adding value, but before it's like, well, who's your uncle and who do I know? Do I know you? Absolutely. So it was relationships, but it was almost just for the sake of the relationship, not always for the sake of the value. Where here I find value, hey, you got something that I could use and you got something I could use and let's be successful together. I think that's what the entrepreneur, I know, I, I've always tried to put my finger on it because, yeah. you know, growing up in a small town in rural Quebec, it was all about the people you knew, but it was just because you knew them, you worked with them. Where here you're meeting strangers and all of a sudden developing these Quick, like strong working relationships very quickly around value. Absolutely. And, and I've worked in a lot of different markets as we'll, we'll chat about, but, you know, specifically just take Toronto, you know, that right. it's kind of that, you know, quote unquote old boys club where it's kind of who, you know, you pay your dues and you, you know, your trajectory kind of is an even, y- yes. you know, curve up versus uh, Calgary who, you know, like you said, 
everybody's willing to give you a shot and listen to you. And, and it's really your personal brand first and then, you know, the, the brand that's on your paycheck that's second, really. Yeah, so. very, very true. And I think it was two guys that came here from somewhere else and totally. stayed because yeah. it just was like, wow, there's some, there was something going on here. And I was because you guys, when did you move out here? How long have you been in Calgary? For? So I've only, I'll be five years in uh, this coming October. So I've only been out here four and a half years. I've been with the company almost five. And that's the one thing, because you've grown fairly significantly this office, this landing pad, which was a landing pad, and you've kind of, you t- would you say you've turned it into, or you and your team, for sure, turned it into something different in that last five-year period? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not one to pat myself on the back. Yeah, but we are here to tell you, I'll do, let me do the <laughs> okay. patting, let me do the batting over here. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, no, I, really. I appreciate where you're going. Humility yeah. is, that's, that's, that is always a good strategy. For sure. But no, absolutely. I mean, like, so for the last, probably up until, you know, probably really the last three years is where we've gained our traction because uh, it took me probably good I, w- I always tell our people because well, the market's been so great in the last three well, years well yeah it's been I wanna, yeah, yeah <laughs> I literally came in a month before the fallout which was you know fantastic challenge but you know what was funny with that is you know everybody had time so you know when ah, you're not on doors yeah, yeah, you're right. not there chasing work you're chasing just an opportunity to introduce yourself versus the head story. down as up doing the work totally yeah, and I think yeah. it really worked in our advantage I- I'd be curious going back if we came out two years prior if I came out two years prior when it was a boom and everybody had their relationships everybody's busy and no one really had time right um I'm hoping that goes that way soon now that we have the relationships that, to reap well, the it's benefits. It's interesting. We've, we've been in some conversations recently. I was with a client the other day, and they've been with the same marketing partner for 15 years. Wow. But because their industry is being disrupted so hard, it's forcing them to go, I wonder if there's a better way. Absolutely. So then all of a sudden, you get to have a conversation. You know, ups and downs, they, they all have their advantages. It's just all you kind of lean into it. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, that was kind of the foundation too. The, the, so John Brown and Ralph Govan started the company 25 years ago, essentially in their basement. You know, in Toronto, they said, I'm going to go do this, right? Like, they're entrepreneurs. Um, And John Taylor joined about nine years later and really became kind of mentor for me. He was really the one, him and his wife, as we get into kind of my backstory, uh, that brought me in onto, you know, into Govan Brown and into the dark side, as I call it, Mm -hmm. after coming from the architecture side. Yep. and yeah, because this wasn't, again, I always joke with people, when no. you're back in school and you talk to your guidance counselor, never. this was not the path. <laughs> I never thought I would be in Calgary running a construction company. Absolutely That's not. That's awesome. You know? so, which is great. And would I change it for the world? Absolutely not. You know, a lot of challenges and failures along the way, but I think those really shaped, you know, what, how I handle As they do. Now. Yeah, totally. I'm shaped more by my failures than my success. Absolutely. Su- my success just creates this, oh, that's amazing. It's the failure where you're like, ooh, I need to relook at the operating system Absolutely. here. <laughs> Something I learned early and I heard somebody say is, you know, a failure isn't necessarily a loss because you take the lessons learned from it and you kind of come out even on the other side. But until you kind of realize that, you know, don't get me wrong, I've been punched in the gut a lot in my <laughs> career. And at the point, it's like, oh, the, you know. No, at the moment when you're on the mat looking up going, oh, yeah, it's not and, ideal, and the right? 10 counts going, you're like, <laughs> okay, I, I, well, it's like, what's, what's my buddy uh, uh, jokes? Trauma plus time equals hilarity. Oh, if like you that. wait long enough, you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, that was that punch in the gut was hilarious. Absolutely. But at the time, it is never hilarious. No, no, it's like, And nor do you always see the lesson in it when you're lying on the mat. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, they pushed me out here. Uh, not really pushed me. They enticed me to come out here and, you know, they basically gave me full reign to do what I want, you know, understanding how they structured themselves with uh, entrepreneurial uh, 
mindset on the whole uh, approach to business. So, so they gave you some bandwidth and some runway. Totally. And I think okay. it helped that I had a relationship with, um, you know, John Taylor, who was one of the three uh, partners. Okay. And he was really kind of instrumental in our national growth and going back to that, you know, what it meant to be national. And really for the first 10 years, we were a landing pad. You know, we didn't really have strong leadership. Uh, we really did the work coming out of Toronto. We yep. were we were site offices. Uh, no relationships. Chased a lot of public work, which, you know, is never great for margin and relationships. Yep. You know, it's low number wins. Uh, we know how those usually go. Yes, unfortunately, uh, no yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when I came out, you know, the first thing was assessing, you know, the team we had. And, you know, really, I think there's three guys that are still with us that were in the office then. And one we promoted out to run our Vancouver office, uh, you know, phenomenal talent. Uh, and then the two, one of the others is our director of operations now and, okay. uh, and one of our senior PMs. So. What's your, how big is your team? Like, what's so we've got about 30 people, 27 okay. to 30. We but you're, br- you're bringing in and you're working with large groups all the time to kind of make these things happen. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, a big one and given my background is we partner a lot with the uh, design community. So okay. we get a lot of our work through the designers, uh, landlords and the brokerage community. Oh, okay, right. Because uh, right, really I've got this space. Silos. Now we need to start down the Absolutely. path of turning it into something. Right. So it's those relationships and, and building that confidence. And, and um, really, we're selling certainty, you know, giving them the idea, you know, managing their We can actually protein. get this done. <laughs> right, right. Because what are the biggest things is budget and schedule is what we're responsible for. But I really Which the world of doing projects is famously known for being over and, uh, yeah. Everybody right. has a horror story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we never came in early and under budget. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we say all the time, right? So anyway. <laughs> Of course. Again, I, it goes back to our lesson learn and yes know, and a big thing that we've implemented. Well, you, you get you, you get you do similar projects you get smarter i say quote unquote absolutely you, you learn and you go ah you know like yeah that's what it would be if everything went perfect but when's the last time everything went perfect yeah it's a messy world you know <laughs> that, there's a quote of the day it's a messy world yeah. t-shirt exactly yeah life's yeah, tough hashtag, wear a helmet yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah, exactly wear the helmet uh but you know a lot of it is learning from our lessons and building the right team and, and getting that mindset in the office uh, you know, we, you know, we were probably, you know, just throwing rough numbers around when I came out, maybe about an $8 million company, 10, you know, on okay. a good year. Yep. But again, it, I think the numbers are a little skewed because some of the work we were chasing, nothing yep. really organically grown. Uh, we did 0.0 projects with the energy sector, which okay. you look downtown and it's high 80% occupied by the energy sector. Right. So, you know, there's missed opportunity. Um, so a big thing was developing those relationships. And, you know, right now we say we do anywhere from like 45 to 55 million a year. Okay. We've had a year of 85 million when we were doing Simon's and uh, Meg Energy's headquarters. So well, you get those big, like even with us, we're, we do a lot of project-based work right. and you get these, you get the tent poles. Exactly. Yeah. And it yeah. really skews things, but yeah. it just, you know, and the, the challenge is when you come off one of those projects, how do you keep the momentum going? Because exactly. all of a sudden it's like the vacuum, like the, whoosh, the yeah. energy goes out of the shop. Oh, exactly. And that, that's the big thing. You know, half of our team is site staff. So they're not okay. in the office. They're not interacting. They do their project. They interact with their project managers. So okay. how do you keep them inspired to say, we've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline here, right? Like, you know, this is an exciting time for Governor Brown. It's an exciting time for, you know, yourself, you know, don't. And as a leader, that's a, that's a, you got to be on that all the yeah, time. Yeah, the communication and imparting that culture, which really started out of Toronto and, and understanding as we came out, how do you bring those processes? And, you know, we joke, you know, we want the coffee to taste the same in every city, right? Yeah. Um, so when clients were coming out here working with us, like the big financial groups and they're like your uh, Calgary group's not quite the same here you know the sophistication oh, you know what, the no, wild that's the west it's like a it's punch like, when you hear that yeah so we really wanted to correct that and I think we're there you know there's always improvement but constantly constantly right constantly. the moment you think otherwise then you know you better check that's yourself. when the left hook's coming out of nowhere yeah, Next thing you're, I was watching UFC years ago and they, uh, it was Rogan did the interview and he goes when did you know you're in trouble the guy's like when I woke up <laughs> it's like <laughs> that was, it was great <laughs> yeah. I don't know it was great and the next thing you know I was like the fight was over and I was looking yeah. up at the ceiling <laughs> that's a good point yeah. you never want that to happen in 
business, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it, it yeah. can when you, get your, when you get your head down. So a little bit, you mentioned background. Your background wasn't like dream job, wasn't construction. No, no, no. So actually, you know, going back, you know, if I really kind of set the timeline of where certain instances and milestones in my life mm-hmm. kind of started. Tur- the, to, the, those TSN turning points. Yeah, you know, and I know we, when we chatted previously, uh, you know, I, and I, you know, I thought about it as we chatted about doing the podcast and it was, uh, you know, going back, you know, in high school, I was big into music, a bit music and art, right? And that probably led me into the architecture side. But you know, we you were we were actively into music. You know, we competed. We were on Star Search. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah. I remember Star Search. Yeah, you remember yeah, yeah that? I, that, I absolutely. That tells do. me your age. Yeah, yes, it does. Hey, the younger I'm, listeners I'm okay. yeah, yeah. are probably like Star, Star Search. Was he it's like the about? original American Idol. Right? Yeah, completely. Yes. Yeah. So you know, we had an album. Nothing, nothing's new. We're just recycling it and making it cool. The voice. Totally. Yeah, 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 I remember Star Search. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Yeah, 1993. I remember it. Yeah, so that's, that's a few years back, but. Yeah, so, you know, and really understand. That's interesting, right? That. Yeah, so, we, you know, music was a big part of my life. And uh, me and another guy, you know, were really chasing the dream quote. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we finished high school and you kind of have to look and say, is this have potential? And, uh, you know, we were getting turned away from the labels, thought we'd go independent. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go on to university and chase this part of the dream, which I always had a passion for architecture, that combination of science and art. Well, it's an interesting blend of the creativity side of what architecture is, absolutely. But then the reality of you have to build this thing, it, right? And I remember and people have to interact with it and, and be, yeah, that's exactly. a, that's an interesting. I've always thought that was a very interesting discipline. Totally, yep. And you know, it, it was a grind. I would not want to go back and do the schooling for that. But my niece is going down that path right now. Oh, good luck. <laughs> no, it's a fantastic. I won't have her come passion. and have a coffee with you because she's like jazzed and ready to go, no, and she's, she's just starting down that, just graduating and you high need school. That the big thing I say, and you know, I used to when I was in Toronto, I would go and talk to some of the schools and the, the the kids and I'm so passionate about the profession and, and what comes out of it but you have to love it it's a job that okay. you don't get in it for the money you don't get in it for you know outside it, there's this big kind of shiny uh, what is it's a bit sexy it, it is it's it got is a sex- sexy yeah. in, inside of it nah, it's not so much sexy but uh, it was you know my background I was a pilot yeah, that's right. Talk that's about sexy. an industry that looks. Yeah, <laughs> let me just a second. Let me talk to you about sexy. Do you ten dollars an hour? And you want me to do what? And like for yeah. how long? And I'm like I'm a grown person. What's going on yeah, here? Yeah. yeah, no, it's not sexy. Well, maybe when you get to the end, but you got to really love it. So it, yeah, I would say that right yeah. back to you. Yeah, and it's and most guys do. Most guys totally. do love it, and you're yeah. willing to basically work for free. Absolutely, it's a it's a job of passion. And don't get me wrong, I I practiced for 13 years. So I went through the university route. You know, I started at university. So you of did it. You got there. You I did. did. You did the thing. Yep, I, I changed. It, I got licensed. I did everything I was supposed to do, uh, you know, and I think that's the key is what I thought I was supposed to do. So, mm. you know, I went mm. to University of Waterloo. It was the best school at the time for architecture. I didn't get into the full program. That was my first punch in the gut, right? So I was okay. like, I'm like, what do I do now? I didn't get into the school, but I really didn't look into it. So then I ended up switching, went to Ryerson for my undergrad and actually loved it. And I actually met one of my best friends and future business partner that really laid a lot of this foundation. And frankly, I probably wouldn't be here if not you know, for meeting him. So it's funny, you know, when one door closes, another opens kind of thing. Totally. Not to be, you know, kitschy with it, but... No, but even, and again, I, I joke sometimes, like my life makes a lot of sense when I look back on it. Yes. At the time you're moving forward and you go, oh, I see how that led to that. And that, as we, as we, as we get a little older, yeah. you get a little bit of Wiser, that. Like, right? yeah, yeah. Yes, let's hope. Let's <laughs> yeah. hope. Yeah. Age is, is a non-debatable, but wisdom, on yes. the other hand, that is up for grabs. That is true. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then how you what, you, what you take out of those years? We look back and go, oh, okay, I see now why I ended up here and why I like that or my bent. But at the time, you're just moving through the path absolutely 
Yeah, absolutely. Trying to hold it together. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. as best as you can, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. While you're young, you know sometimes making not the best joy. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are the things that kind of really pave the way. My though, best, right? my best stories, my worst decisions. <laughs> absolutely, I would concur with you 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I did my undergrad in Toronto, and then uh, when I graduated, um, so my best friend who I met there was his name's Dan, and um, so he actually ended up working for Governor Brown in the '90s, where they were just a Toronto office. Uh, you know, they'd probably been around. Uh, you know, maybe five, six years. Okay. Uh, he loved it. I went on and moved to the U.S. and did my master's at University of Michigan. Um, and we kind of lost touch a little bit. Chased that through. It was a grind. You know, two years, I got my master's, ended up working in uh, Detroit and um, getting uh, licensed. So I got licensed in Michigan. And then Dan had moved back to Windsor, Ontario at the time. And for those of you who don't know, Southern uh, Ontario or into Michigan there, I mean, it's basically like the Bow River that separates uh, Windsor from Detroit. Uh, so we kind of reconnected and, um, he reached out and said, you know, I've got this idea for a business. Are you in? And I'm like, I'm in. And he's like, I haven't told you. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like said, it. let's do something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, it was completely unrelated to construction or architecture as the theme seems to be going here. So uh, thanks for it, a good story. <laughs> totally. And it was a tech play. So it was back in the big dot com boom. Right. Yeah. And it, apps were coming up. The, I mean, I don't even think Apple had released their, you know, first iPhone yet. Okay. I think it was just the right at the cusp there. Uh, so we started to develop this idea, did it on the side for a number of years, uh, went out and chased venture capital funding and actually somebody... Oh, you kind of experienced that whole thing. Yeah, it was great. Oh, right I mean, I, I, we it used to... It was an amazing learning. Oh, it was awesome. We joke it's like a crash course MBA, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And tell me about, you know, more failures and successes in that thing and, you know, but uh, but it was great understanding that and understanding, you know, quote unquote, how to sell. Uh, well, you're, you're literally selling, selling the invisible at that totally. point. Totally. Yeah, people are like, and why do I need this? So it's really understanding that, you know, the, the elevator pitch of it all and how do you drive right to this is the exactly. value point like yep. don't give me all the fluff what is it or what is it exactly yeah and people with money they often have no time so let's let's you have an elevator ride exactly Wait, tell, tell me <laughs> yeah uh, you know, and we had the cushion. We had our day jobs. So this was weekends and evenings, yeah. right? And uh, But it got Which to a now point. I love how they call that the side hustle now. Yeah, I know, right? It's like it's the yeah. coolest thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. I like it, but I'm yeah, like, exactly. what's your side hustle? It's exactly. become this vernacular. I think I, yeah. So yeah, that was your like, side yeah. hustle. It just, totally. Yeah, you know, it's the, the thing that yeah. Yeah, that seems like you're the, you know, remember if you, if you and I were in school and we told in grade 10 that we wanted to be entrepreneurs, they would probably send us to remedial. <laughs> totally. Where now yeah. it's the trendiest. Like, oh, it's yeah. so cool to be an entrepreneur, which yeah, I think startups, is, I think yeah. is great being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. But 20 years ago, you said you want to be an entrepreneur. Like, oh my God, your parents would sit you down and give Absolutely. you, I give you a talk. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. Cause so I go through all the schooling, get licensed and, you know, so it got to a point with the business, uh, that, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you well, doing my, I remember life? my mom saying, you know, like you're going to leave architecture. What's going on? Cause it got to a point where like in order to push this, we got to quit our jobs and literally All give in. it in because we had, you know, the paycheck. So did we, were we hustling as hard as we should? We thought so, but it's funny when all of a sudden, you know, the input of finances dry up, right? Uh, so I, so we quit, got a little, uh, office in a business accelerator in Windsor, Ontario. And honestly, one of the best decisions ever before and business accelerators were also cool and trendy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now it's like crazy, right? Every it's second like, corner. I know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, which, yeah. which I think is awesome, but that was just, it's always good to put in perspective. You listen now, these things are mainstream now. Then sure. they were not mainstream, right? Like you were got, you were way out on the fringe. Oh yeah. And even not playing by the rules, I say, quote unquote. Absolutely. Well, even just the ability to go do something, if you, if you do want to kind of do your own thing, like now you hear it all the time, the startups and the
the you know the access to the doors support the, 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 to get access to sure. people with money and like it's like it's it's a much more forged path which sure. I, which I think is great for development and moving things forward. Agreed. But it's really a, the last ten year phenomenon. Not even five to eight. You're probably right. Yeah, and yeah. you know it's something that I think is good for Calgary too, given you know the yeah the, that's a whole another downturn like, and everything. Uh, ab- or whatever abso- you want to call absolutely. It. What's going to take us out of it? Yeah, for sure. And you know invest and that was part of Windsor. Windsor was a very blue collar city. You know the mm-hmm. auto industry and it was when the auto We're kind of in the industrial belt of Ontario right totally. for sure you yep. are and when the auto industry these are gritty like Windsor and Detroit if you haven't been there these are gritty these are gritty, gritty. cities awesome, sure. awesome cities too you yeah. know it's funny I tell people like, you actually liked it I'm like I actually have a soft spot for Detroit you know, there's some cool little places. I've heard some great stories. The music scene. I've heard a music lot. Of, scene, heard the music scene is off the charts. Yeah, there, yeah. it's it's fantastic, which yeah. makes sense. And right? not in, we're not going in January, February. We're going in no, July. I, or yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, in yeah the we're going to go yeah, in the it's summer. It's nice in the summer. Yeah, yeah that well, whole area. Two, in the three summer. months. Yeah, yes, exactly. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we so we quit the the our jobs and started hustling this thing, uh, and um, it got to a point. It was starting to grow and grow and. Uh, the investors were like, look, we'll put a bit more money in, but one of you guys have to move to Toronto because you, you got to chase the head offices. You can't be doing, you know, like trips every couple of weeks. What thing. was the core tech? Like, what was the, what was the play? What's, what's the, give me the elevator Give me okay, the elevator so, pitch. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can go back. To, uh, <laughs> basically, now it's going to sound like, well, that doesn't sound very enticing because it's Okay, everybody, imagine this. Yeah, this 20 is, years ago, yeah, this 25 is, years ago, yeah, 30 years ago, maybe. 20, you know, 05. Okay, right? okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was back around that time. Yeah. Um, so what it was is it was real-time market intelligence, both from external, so like your client, your customers, essentially to really, you know, make it sound unsexy, surveys, right? Which, okay. Uh, now you see them everywhere. But at the time, it was about how do you not push people home to give you feedback? How do you get them while the experience is fresh? So, okay. you know, so we had a lot of, yep. like Pandora was one of our clients. We had a national campaign with Pandora Jewelry, yep. uh, you know, South Street Burger, you know, a lot of restaurants uh, seem to like it and retailers. And they wanted to understand what their clients, uh, what their customers wanted and how they could improve because it was a dog-eat-dog world with that and, and super competitive. Right. Uh, and then internally, it was an auditing system. So say for a bank, they have a new mortgage campaign that comes out. You know, They can go around and use the mobile phone because it had just come out and actually you know, with QR codes and all this stuff really – Get the data back in the QR code, right? Days. Yeah, you remember that? Everybody loved the QR code. You know? the, it's great theory, just did no, not hold horrible. together in North uh, America at all. Yeah, and yeah. our developers hated us using that. <laughs> so it was, uh, and that was part interesting because neither one, Dan or I, were developers. So we would, you know, use local or you know offshore to India a lot of the time. Okay. Where, so it was all about really trying to, you know, how do you increase your ROI or your margins because you know keeping people local or external uh, or international. Uh, so yeah, so that was kind of the pitch, right? Okay. And now you know right you see surveys everywhere, and and the you know point of sale surveys. Yep. Uh, but back then it really didn't happen, you know. So they people were pushing them out. So that was kind of the sales pitch, and, okay. and it was gaining okay. a lot of traction. And so I I ended up raising my hand and saying I'll move to Toronto. So I moved to Toronto, and uh, we had a small shareholder come onto the company that ended up being the wife of uh, John Taylor, who's one of our three senior partners. So she, the, the plot thickens. <laughs> the exactly. Plot thickens. And it's those relationships in the web, right? So uh, Nothing much happens in life without a relationship no. somewhere. So I ended up working at their home office for two years with, uh, with her. And she was actually, you know, outside of my parents who really, you know, helped, you know, um, cultivate how I, you know, my work ethic and that sort of thing. My first real kind of professional mentor would have been her, you know, and she came from the sales world and marketing and uh, she was from uh, Atlanta and did a lot of big sales. And, and she really, you know, I always equated sales with like the used car salesman side yep. of things. And she made it seem, you know, if you believe in the product you're selling and you're selling a relationship more than anything, and you're selling your personal brand first, 
And I think that really resonated. And then, so working with her, and then every night I'd come up, and John would be there, and we'd chat, and you know, I'd go over how how many punches you trudge I up, took. you trudge up yeah. the stairs out of the basement. Yeah. He'd kind of laugh, and he's like, oh, you know, he'd give you those the sage advice, and yep. Yep. you know, log it, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, grumble away, and off I go. <laughs> so, so about two years, you know, two years it kind of went, and it was never supposed to be a long term play. Uh, so it got to a point that we were ready to transition out of this thing, and uh, John and, and his wife Ginny, who's our uh, our involved in our company. They were like, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'll probably go back to architecture. I just figure, am I going to stay in Toronto or go back to the U.S. where I spent most of my career? Uh, and they're like, you need to join Govan Brown. And I was like, eh, architect, join a constructor, you know, I don't the, know. Okay, I, I, I'll be I, I, Now, now I get the dark yeah. side. I get the dark yeah, side. Yeah, I'll have now, to yeah. give back my degree and everything, right? So I'll uh, be shunned. <laughs> I'll be shunned from the community, right? So, Public shaming is going to be horrible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, everybody jokes I'm like a recovering architect, right? So, um, <laughs> But yeah, so, so I, they flew me out about five years ago in June. And, uh, you know, I fell in love with the city. I'd never been to Calgary, ever. So there, there was a vibe about it, you know, the, the people and the, the, the city that really kind of struck a chord with me. Uh, so I said, what, what the heck, let's do this, right? So I joined the company, started in August, uh, worked in head office for three months and came out here in uh, 2014, October, end of October. And okay. we all know what happened in November yes, of 20, 2014. So great timing to start a business or to try and grow a business right but arguably like you said at the beginning you know it almost was uh, you know interesting how you intersected and then you adapted absolutely you know you you get you get you have you get smart in a downturn your pencil gets sharper you get more For creative sure. but there is opportunities because people are still doing work they just yep. now are maybe open to well we've always done it this way now we need to get multiple people let's go talk to somebody new you know looking at the positive and clearly you turned it into that yeah, and I think that's that was it exactly, Tyler, is that I had to kind of assess it and say, okay, who are we working with, who are we not working with? And the not was a huge list. And then it's like, what's working, what's not working? And the big part was the people. You know, our challenges were obviously the downturn, which I think we were able to adjust and say, I'm just going to canvas everybody. I always say I threw out a big net to try and find, quote, unquote, my people, right? The people that I could connect with that kind of got it as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, and that you could kind of uh, work with. The get it factor. The yeah, get it, right? Yeah, yeah, and Because there's a lot of people doing great things, but you're not going to connect with everybody, and you're not going to do business with everybody, and that's fine. Uh, but how can I help you? And that was always my adage is, not like, what can you do for me? Or gimme, gimme, gimme. It was like, how can I either connect you with somebody? How can I help you? And I think that helped. Uh, and just getting in front of people. And I, I remember the first couple of meetings, they kept saying, I have no work, so there's no point in meeting. And I had to say, no, that's okay. fine. I just want to meet you. I want to understand what you do and how potentially we might be able to work together in the health, in the future or what mutual opportunities there may be. And and people kind of puzzled, like, what do you want from me, right? But Hey, what's your angle? For what's sure. Angle, we all right? got our, bo- like my yeah. partner jokes, like our bullshit meters have never been higher. Exactly. Like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm, seems a bit fishy. Totally, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's too like, good to be true. It probably is, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, why do you want to do this? Uh, for me, right? It's funny. I remember my first meet. I'd come out here and uh, I joined an association in town. And I'm sitting at the table. There's a presenter, and there was a woman next to me. And she started chatting, and you know, we're talking away and hit it off and everything. And she follows up and literally sends me her whole like lead sheet and contact and her CRM, basically, right? Like contacts where you need to contact this person, that person. I remember thinking, "What's your angle? What's right? going on like, here? Yeah, why yeah. are you helping me?" But yeah. I think that's a, a Calgary thing too. I was just gonna say, I, I would. 
I have not experienced that. Like I've just experienced that here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That whole, Hey, you've got value. I can introduce some people. And I think there's been such also, I believe that that kind of sense of abundance, it wasn't the scarcity of like mine. Like I, yes. I've got to get one up on you. It's like, there's lots going around. Absolutely. We're all going to be successful. Yep. Like I said, this might be someone I don't want to connect with, or maybe you don't want to work with, but you, you can. Exactly. That, that sense of abundance that's been here. I've been here since 2000 and kind of started to ride it and it started to grow. And yep. the amount of opportunity that, that gets created here because of like people are just like nice that way. Like, I, wanted to tell, like, I agree. I don't even yeah. know how else to say it. No, it's <laughs> it just kind of came out. Yeah. Well, when I came out in June to even uh, make the decision if I wanted to come out, I remember my cousin had been here. He lived in Edmonton, came down here, and he's always like, you'll love Alberta. You got to come out here, right? Big proponent. Uh, and I was going to meet him at National on 10th, right? Yep. And, I'm, and I'm getting all confused because the, you, know, you got the abs in the streets and you got first to this. And, first, and I was like, where the heck Which first is this? Southeast, yeah. Southwest? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on the phone with him saying, where am I going? And this woman taps me on the shoulder behind me and says, you're going to want to go two blocks up, uh, you know, that way and then hang a right for three blocks. It'll be on your left. And I was like, uh, okay, thanks. You know, in Toronto, they'd kind of not give you the shoulder and say, get out of the way, get off your phone. Yeah, phone yeah, thing, right? Not yeah, to yeah. generalize, but. No, no, no. I, I, yes, ab- absolutely. <laughs> So, but I think that is kind of uh, like a microcosm of just how great and or how Calgary is different. It is abso- um, absolutely. No, I'm a huge fan. I stayed. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, obviously, like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It is the biggest small town and small town in that sense of you, the sense of connection. And someone I was talking to, I was actually talking to Laura Murphy from Ryan Murphy. Construction. Yes, yep. yeah, I know. Laura. I did a podcast with Laura. Laura's a great. Grew up back east. She's got that yep. kind of downhill. She's just a great lady. Yep. And she, I think it was she that told me that like she read a survey that Calgary is officially like 1.4 or 1.5 degrees of separation that everyone is, is actually. That right, eh? So you kind of say that. That is like, oh, everybody knows everybody. She says, no, legitimately. She goes, I've read a survey. That's actually true. I, and <laughs> it's I a factual it. statement. <laughs> and the more time you spend here, I think that that is validated because it's somebody knows somebody. And I don't know how many times I'll get an email and say, hey, you need to meet this person or such and such. And, and it's great. And you take the time. Uh, no different than how we met. Like, not to keep going it, it, back to Exactly. That, that's exactly how we met. Yeah, and it's the people that are like-minded and, and you know, willing to kind of do that and, and and help others, right? And it all kind of comes full circle. And if you have that mindset, it, it will. It's the long play. That's what I would it's say. It's never a bad strategy to put yourself out there to be helpful. And totally. like, just, yeah, don't be a shithead. Like, it, just call, it, call totally. a spade yeah. a spade. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> Which yeah. seems so simple, but, you know, most of, most of the rules in life we kind of learned in grade one, grade two. Yeah. If you kind of stick with that, like, my toys, your toys, we're probably pretty good. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And check the ego at the door, you know? Like, yeah, that which is easy to talk about sometimes. It's hard, it's hard to do because we are humans sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, kind of ingrained in you, right? I mean, I think it's how you're, you know, to a point how you're raised and, you know, there's obviously things going on, people, you know, how they deal with stuff. But I find as soon as you check it and just be humble and kind of go out there and be who you are and sell yourself first. I mean, that's where a lot of the success comes from. And that's where the relationships, because you can truly connect with somebody. It's, and it's just, it's just, it's just more enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. Just, just be, let's be selfish here for a second. Yes. It's actually, I just like it more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I even got into this podcast. Was really like so many people I knew that had these amazing stories. And in Calgary, and not even in Calgary, let's talk about. I've listened to so many podcasts. There's stories about all these people and all over the world and famous people and all that. Great. I'm like, wow. I know so many people in in town yeah. that have great stories. And you know, Calgary's been challenging over the last bunch of years. Uh, let's tell some positive stories. Like, I agree. a lot of people have done some really cool things. And, you know, when I met you, and you're like, oh, I don't know, think I have a good story. You yeah. moved here at the start of a downturn yeah. from somewhere else really had never been here before literally popped in for a visit and said you know what shit I'm going to move there and yeah. like and pick up a company yeah, what the and hell? to be able Let's to grow it through the downturn I think that's a, that's the kind of story that I think really is it's a bit of a Calgary phenomenon. I know it happens everywhere, and there's lots of lots of places where people are successful. I'm just I'm just focused on this place right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point because, and I talk to our head office frequently, and the media paints it like it's doom and gloom, and, yes, and certainly because yeah. you know, it bleeds, it me, leads, or is that the yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And don't get me wrong, 
certainly, you know, there's been a lot of people that lost there their has. jobs. And it's, but I think there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of great things and a lot of great people doing stuff. Case in point, like, you know, take a look at any number of your podcasts and what people have done in this market. Uh, and I'm frankly, we've had our best years in, in the downturn. That's so, great to hear. Uh, you know, certainly we hope that we keep rising and, and a lot of it is going back to the team we have now and just execute on the work and, and service the clients. No different, right? Like if I'm going to put any of my people, you know, or our team to a client or, or a partner, I want them to be no different than how I conduct it just in their own version, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we've had a lot of success. Because fundamentally, you guys are a service-based model. Totally. We're end, selling a service. End, yep. Absolutely. And you know, Which really is, is people, period. Yeah, absolutely. So really, you know, it's funny because every pitch that you're asked, you know, what's your differentiator? How are you different? <laughs> Why would I hire you versus the company? Yeah, yeah I'm like, well, you know, I can, you know, we can go on price, which I hate to talk, but our value is our people. You know, certainly we do other things and we invest in technology and try to, you know, um, uh, you know, bring the industry up to standard, you know, construction's a tad antiquated in some ways. So how do we make the process? Yeah. I've had some chats with you like, wow, we've been doing it the same way for 15 yeah, years, but yeah, we really have all this tech floating around and everything's being like, I was talking to somebody and like the genie of technology is out of the bottle in every industry. Absolutely. It's just when and how it's going to yeah, make sense and right? where you are in that cycle. Are Absolutely. you resisting it or are you out there, you know, the kind of people process technology, that kind of trifecta. It's, exactly. It's, it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our people, and you know, to go back to that, it's, you know, we really rebuilt the team and it's taken time, you know, to okay. get, get people People that, you know, I'd be confident to put in front of anybody, right? And just how they conduct themselves. And it's that, it's that mindset. And I'd love to say it's our corporate culture that really has driven this thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we hope our corporate culture backs our staff and wants them to stay. Yes. And, you know, well, one's a reflection of the other. Like you can't, totally. you can't really pull them apart because yeah. you know, you're going to get a culture. Like you always right. have one. It's yeah. how deliberate you are with it and right. the type of people that get attracted to exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so curious, just talking, going a little bit on the people side and you're obviously in a very skilled uh, industry. We have people that have to be, have to know what they're, they have to be good at what they're doing. How do you find the talent pool? Like I've heard different, like, ah, oh, the talent in Calgary sometimes is challenging. Have you been able to hire in this market? Like how have you experienced that? Yeah. You know, we were fortunate. So when the downturn hit again, so externally, you know, meeting potential clients and, and industry partners uh, and building and forging those relationships. But in terms because we are a national company, I think we had we had work. So we luckily I didn't come out and say I'm just going to start from scratch. We had work. So so luckily, well, there's a difference of rolling into town and throwing out a shingle and then just waiting for exactly. Yeah, we had a good different. brand. Yeah, right. People yeah. were aware of it if they you know knew Toronto or at least they were willing to kind of say, oh yeah, okay, Toronto. Yeah, you guys came. You, you had some bullets in the gun. Right. You had some substance. Mm. Totally. So so the talent side because we were busy. A lot of our good competitors weren't. So they were having to lay off or put Okay. Them. So we were able to, you know, and maybe it sounds horrible, but at the end of the day, you know, it is business and you want the best. Well, that's unfortunate for them being down. Yeah. But again, if you just take it to the individual level, like the problem, you, you lost your job in oil and gas, you couldn't go across the street because those guys were suffering. Exactly. Too. And right. that was, that you know, in the, in the past, if one door closed, three doors would open. Exactly. So to be able to be there in your industry and being moved things forward and create opportunities for individuals, I think that's a win out of that. If you I bring agree. it down to the people. And there were a couple, it wasn't like, that's how we staffed up. But, and then our, I think as our brand, and again, go, I think going back to how Calgary is, like you said, we're, you know, whatever, 1.7, uh, you know, degrees we, of separation. We, we all know everybody with, right. with very little. Yeah. So as the reputation, people started just applying, right? Even though we didn't have space. So you, you start to vet through that Well, process. as a branding guy, the, 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 you know, if you look at your brand, you've got different audience groups. You know, the first audience for your brand is your employees. Right. Then it's those people that you want to work for you. Like if they don't hear from you or don't know anything about you, it's a lot harder gap to get them to apply. You have to Agreed. go chase them, which is expensive time consuming. So employer brand and having that out there yep. is huge. A lot of companies do underestimate it, but it's how you get the best talent. Agreed. And then the next one was, you know, 
our relationships. No, you know, I keep talking, we're selling relationships. Well, the big thing is, you know, we're looking at our staff and, and key staff that come in. We're like, do you know anybody? And, you know, personally, well, like attracts like too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather never have to go to a recruiter or put an ad out. You know, if I can, ju- and not to say, because I think there's a lot of talent out there that way. No, I hear what you're rec- saying. Absolutely. Referrals. I mean, that's where a lot of our talent has come through referrals. And, and with that, I find there's almost like an obligation to the person that referred. So they come in and it's a personal thing, right? It's like, I don't want to let you down. And they've taken a shot. Especially in a 30 person, you know, we're 30 people. Like everybody knows, nobody hides. Everybody yeah, knows everybody. Everybody's, thing. everyone is actively part of the team. Absolutely. It's not like, oh, who's the new guy in the corner? That's not how it, that's yeah. just not how it is in a smaller company. So you got to capitalize on that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, that's really how we built it. And right now, you know, we're, we're a great group, you know, we're a younger group as a company. We're actually, you know, we've got something like 26% women that work for us. Uh, okay. you know, we're quite diversified across the board. Uh, our average age is probably the, you know, low thirties. I think it's 34 or something okay. like that. Uh, if you don't factor in the senior partners, I think it's actually like 28. They're skewing you up a little bit. They're skewing us <laughs> up a little bit. Eh? Yeah, those yeah. old guys. Yeah. yeah. Are they so, still actively involved in the business? Yeah, so so what's funny, um, the company, 18 months ago, we actually merged with the largest interiors contractor in the U.S., which we'd been doing business with for about a decade. Okay. Uh, they're called Structure Tone. Uh, they're headquartered out of Manhattan. Um, you know, they'll do something like $1.5 billion with a B a year, right? Yeah, so it's just, a billion with a know, B, capital, you know, our capital 45, B. 50 million a year here. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But you know what's funny? They're a great group and very like-minded. Um, so part of the succession plan, uh, Ralph, John, and John, you know, went out and said, you know, what do we do here? How do we keep this thing going for another 25? It's a tough transition for service company owners Absolutely. and like the value is the people. So then what happens when the senior people leave? And that's it. That's a tricky balance. For exactly. Them. And being entrepreneurial, like they were involved, like these guys were in the trenches. Yeah, yeah. They were pushing this thing. They were, uh, you know, very active. Uh, so they decided to merge with this big group out of the U S uh, they reinvested a lot of capital that they, you know, made off the, the, per- the sal- yeah. sale of the company back in. So they're still involved. And part of that, they actually, uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. They identified kudos, kudos to them. Yeah. That, that's yeah. Like and I, I think continuity, that's, like everything. Yeah. Culture. So they were going to stay on for three ish years, you know, to kind of see the transition. Yeah. Part of that was identifying three of the next leaders to run it nationally. Okay. Myself being one, and then two of my colleagues. Congratulations, and, and that's thank awesome. Thank you, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, again, it's funny. I come out here, and, you know, it's like, well, my career path couldn't have been any better, you know. And, and the dark side's the dark the working, the dark side's working out. Yeah, it's, it's kind of Did they bring out. that up? Did they mention that? Did they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to meet John Taylor, he's, uh, I mean, the guy, he's, he's actually been one of my biggest mentors in this whole thing, right? Uh, and he's fantastic, but he definitely reminds me. Remember when you were running that uh, software company? In my basement? And now, yeah, yeah, in my that's basement. Like, how, I love humble things worked well, out. Yeah, humble beginnings. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's great. It's in jest and, and it's fantastic. So Ralph, well, you got to have a little. That's healthy. I think that's that's good. You need you gotta, it, yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's that ribbing of it all. Uh, Guys so yeah. like that will always keep you humble. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and that's the thing. You got to keep you know keep me in check. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, with every great win you get, you know, he reminds you of some other ones. It's like to balance it all off, right? Yes, the yin and yang. Catch up the knees uh, <laughs> and then build you back up, right? So. Uh, yeah, so I Ralph's retired yeah. officially okay. uh, last September. Uh, John Brown and John Taylor are still involved, um, you know, actively as well. Um, so Joe Kirk, uh, who's our president, and then Colin Gray, who's our senior vice president of operations, and then myself, we're kind of now uh, in line, so to speak, to kind of okay. run this whole thing. Right? Oh, that's so, exciting. Yeah, so it's been great and working with those guys constantly to kind of understand this, right? Uh, and again, we're all, you know, I'd like to say relatively young. Uh, right. Young, youngish. Yeah, youngish, young-ish. right? Young-ish. So relatively, you know, when you think of, you know, we're about a $300 million company nationally, you know, yep. to say, you know, 
these guys that uh, range between mid thirties to mid forties are now going to be at the, the, here's, the here, here's the keys. Don't bag it up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. So, so it's been great. That's an exciting though. That's an exciting opportunity. And, and, and like, let's be in a relatively short period of time. And from, you know, 2014 is not that long ago. No. Right? Well, that's the crazy thing. Like I, people talk and I'm like, ah, what's what, like eight years now. And it's like, Oh wow. No, I'm not even hitting five yet. And, you know, it took a good year to really get out there and build, you know, the relationships. And then from there you really have to execute. And that was the big question mark. Everybody was concerned. It's like, that's great. Toronto did this. Who's your Calgary team and what has Calgary done? That was the big thing. So it was really understanding how to sell in this market and how to build the right team and do the right work. So we would take on anything and we would, you know, I'd say just kick ass. And that that's the mentality still. Like, I don't care how small it is or how big it is, right? It all gets treated the same. Yeah, no, yeah. we may be a big company, but we really run it like a startup still, you know, and that's something that, you know, John, John and Ralph have prided themselves on in their success. Well, it kind of shows their DNA kind of coming down totally. through because yep. that, you know, what happens when you grow, everyone goes, Oh, I remember the good old days when we could just get shit done. You know, they talk exactly. like that. Yeah. You know, how do you not lose that while still getting the scale? I think that's a real trick as a service company. Absolutely. And that, it's funny you say that because when the announcement was made that, you know, the sell of the, the sale of the company, uh, that was the big thing is we are still an entrepreneurial company. You know, we want to empower our staff. There's not eight layers to get to somebody. Uh, you know, we want to do good work and e- empower everybody. We're not going to micromanage. You know, we'll give you enough rope type type adage, right? Yeah. Like, just go at it. And, you know, some people make it and some don't. And uh, No, and I think that's when you get a defined culture. That's part of it. It's, people go, that's not my thing. Correct. Exactly. And that's, and that, like, that's not a, being able to self-select because it's so clear what we are and what we aren't, I think is really powerful, especially Agreed. in a service company. Can It can be, well, it, it is so much about the people. Absolutely. A, you know, on a 30 person team, you hire a couple people that take it in a direction that can have impact. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, we've huge. had our share of uh, both ways. Good. And, and, and this isn't working. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it, you know, funny that, and you know, you get one shot, you know, you start going sideways, you know, that's fine. But how do you come back from it? And how do you address that? Right. Like, there's getting knocked down, but there's getting, yeah, 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 exactly. Right. And, and accepting it, you know, sometimes, yeah, things happen, you know, just accept it, you know, yeah. own it and move on. Yeah. Right. Like that's a big thing that we talk about internally all the time is just a communicate, like just communicate with the client or the design partner. And if things get screwed up, well, you know, fine, you know, take it and, you know, address it, apologize, whatever, and move on. And it's kind of served us well in that sense. Uh, we don't want, you know, cause I always get like, Oh, you don't want the small stuff. You don't want this. And it's like, Yes, you see on the shiny pictures, the big, you know, multi-million dollar build-outs we do. But the reality is I bet you 70, 80% of our work is, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, right? Uh, like right. per project, like yeah. they're smaller projects. Yep. Uh, and that's something in Toronto. That's something even our, you know, so our structure tone, our parent company uh, in New York, they do, and I know 70% is their number that's under like $500,000 like hmm. per project, even though they do the $80 million build-outs for Well, Disney, we talked about you know? poles before, but those big projects are great, but from an operational perspective sometimes they're Absolutely. hard to staff it creates this like you know feast and famine cycle of like too much work not enough work and you're going up and down all the time Absolutely. being able to lay it out and you can learn a lot by being efficient because there's you know even in our world oh, we had a bigger budget I'm like well and you'd probably still burn through it so absolutely be good at being this is what we've got exactly be honest with this is what delivery looks like exactly. and whether it's a hundred thousand or or you know multi-million dollar project somewhere there's still there's still guardrails to keep that totally. project together and you know what you address them all the same none there's not one project that takes priority to the other. I don't care if it's a you know twenty million dollar build versus a hundred thousand. You treat that client the same and you execute the same, right? It's the small ones that give you the most headaches, actually. So like, keep your you know hand on the wheels for those ones because those are the ones that are more. 
Do you ever have where, um, and we've had this, so I'm just curious. Now we're, now we're just talking business now a little bit, yeah, yeah. but where, where clients don't believe they're going to get treated the same? Yeah. Totally. Well, we're just small and you're not getting, you know, we know you're not getting your best people. Like, whoa, what's up? Just Absolutely. a second. I, I got an email yesterday. I'm going to get involved in this project if there's, if I can support it. I don't care if it's big or small. It's a project Absolutely. that we said we do. Yep. Because the, it's the value of the relationship, not the project. I think that's yeah, really that's what that's good Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and case in point, I, and no exaggeration, yesterday I got an email saying, you know, there was kind of a little hiccup in some communication on, on our side. And they said, you know, I understand, you know, this is a small project. Uh, and I said, whoa, whoa, no, that's, I, that doesn't matter. We don't bump. We don't do this. You know, I staff, you know, we staff it internally to accommodate any project. Uh, because the little ones can go sideways just as bad as the, the they big absolutely ones, can. You know? And at the end of it, there's somebody who was trusting you to do the work. Absolutely, for them. Yeah. and that's that value. I completely, I 100 percent agree yeah. with you. But there's that belief, like, oh, I'm just small. I don't matter. Whoa, yeah. no, 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 no. And and that's a, that's the thing out there. Like, oh, you're not you're not the A client or the B client. Right. No, you're a client who Every, I gave you my word to. Absolutely. Yeah, be accountable. Do to, do do what you damn well said you were going to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Every day, that's what I. I grew yeah. up in a rural community. If I didn't do what I did, my dad would kick me in the ass. That's the way it was. <laughs> exactly. That's the way it was. And yeah. that, that's that's okay because totally. in, in that environment you, it is your word like there's a, you don't sign a contract you just say you'll get the guys yeah. say you're going to do it and you, and you get it and you get it done absolutely and yeah it gets complicated and there's a million things going on but at the end of the day it still boils down to that same thing oh, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. in a service-based totally because it, it is it is a bit you know uh, 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 amorphous until you can go boom and all of a sudden like similar to our world we deliver something at the end that you can go oh there's the thing but right. in between there and there there's a big gap of like i wonder and you guys are yeah. similar it looks pretty rough until the moment it's done. <laughs> Where's the value? Like, we yeah. get asked all the time. I'm not seeing progress, or I'm not seeing this. It's like, well, you got to like, you got to see it from you know start to finish, and then you tell me if there was value or not. Yes, right? but that there's that gap though in the middle. Oh where yeah, <laughs> everybody gets a little uncomfortable, and no, and, and respectfully, you know, th- th- it's our world or your world, yeah. not theirs. So respectfully, they don't need to. So you have to communicate. Like I heard what you said. You got to communicate. Absolutely. Got to bring them along the journey and not yeah. assume that when they don't hear from you for a week, it's it's clear you weren't, you weren't thinking about my stuff. No, I was, I was working on it. Exactly. Well, we didn't hear from you. What's going on? Something's wrong. Yep. Like, no, it's not. It's about yeah. communicate. I don't believe there's any such thing as, you know, over communication. No, really, these days no, I'd rather them say, can you chill out on the emails or the phone <laughs> calls than say, I haven't back heard off. I'm good. I, tr- yeah, yeah. I trust you. Cause yeah. that's what that, that's exactly. what that says. Yeah. So what do you see? What's the future look like? Any, you know, I know you said like, okay, now that we've got the relationships, things could kind of turn around. Like any big challenges or what's, what's on the horizon for you guys? I mean, the big one is, you know, it's a competitive market out there, right? So yes, fees are low. So it's like, how do you get race to the bottom? It's style a race stuff. to the bottom still, you know, as much as, you know, we've been talking the value relationships and I think they do play and we've got a lot of work that comes in just from relationships and we all, you know, even on those, we'll give them the market price. You know, we don't start swelling the numbers just because we didn't have to go to market for it. Um, we understand where the market's at. So obviously it's making the, the numbers that head office wants to see on yep. margins. Uh, and again, it's just being efficient with how we deliver. But no, this market is different than Toronto right now. Absolutely. Like night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Like Toronto and Vancouver, our offices there, they're on fire. Right? I can imagine. Um, and then, you know, so Winnipeg and Edmonton, which I oversee as well, you know, they're kind of newer. They're, they're truly like a startup market and Edmonton's probably about a year in advance of Winnipeg uh, okay. just from success. But again, the, the formula was quite similar, hiring the right people and delivering. So it's making sure, you know, keep our good staff, you know, keep everybody engaged, you know, build that culture. You know, we've created social committees, you know, um, you know, what are, what's our mantra? We, you know, work safe, play hard, give back. Right. So, nice. um, you know, we do a lot of charity work. We do a lot of, uh, like head office actually, instead of doing the corporate golf tournament, we want to be different. So they actually did a concert called Kirapalooza. 
uh, and they had the Arkells play it, a lot of Canadian Oh, nice, music. right on. Uh, and we raised about 50000 for uh, breast cancer. Uh, so this year they're doing another one, and we're actually looking at possibly doing one out here in Calgary, just being our second biggest office. So, nice. Uh, you know, where you engage your staff, you know, your staff, and then externally you bring it all together, and, uh, and you can actually do that. You know, we do truly believe in giving back. Uh, well, and you create an experience. You know, That's it. Not that it go, going to a golf tournament, but it, it's it's been done. Like, it's been been, been there, done that. How do you differentiate, right? Yeah, how absolutely. do you stand out in someone's mind? You know, and, no and, different and, than and when you know, meet. It's interesting how you know golf is even changing in the minds of like true. as generational, and you know, yeah. what's happening there as golf courses are changing. And it's true. You know, and reading, you know, when you look at it from a you know demographical perspective, who's coming up and what they value, it's yeah. different versus yeah. that experience is right on track with a younger, which sounds like a bit of your culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, and I think that's a lot. Like, if you guys were just kind of again, literally thinking out of the box. Yeah, and that's a big thing we try to invest in, uh, you know, and again, going back to our people, because we don't want to lose the talent. Like, we've got a lot of young staff that, is, you know, that is poised to be leaders in our company. You know, we have an emerging leaders group that uh, is engaged oh, in the U.S. group. So we had, you know, there's people in every office that we say you're a future leader. They go down, um, you know, to the U.S. and do this training. They're actually going next week down to Dallas to meet with globally. So we've got an office in London, England, and uh, Dublin, Ireland. Uh, part of structure tone and they all interact so how what can you bring back and how can we do things better and different that's exciting well it creates such a different level of engagement Agreed. And I think our staff's resonating to it. You know, we've got a social committee to try and, you know, again, you know, work hard, play hard type thing. You know, you want to truly stand by that. Uh, cause well, there's one thing to say it. And I think companies are great at like, oh, uh, look, it's written on the wall. Absolutely. It's all about actioning it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that's harder because you're busy and people like it, it just it, it takes an effort. It takes a champion. It takes it takes initiative. For sure. And, you know, a lot of it, you know, starts at the top, too. Right. Like if you're the leadership is looking at it like. Well, you know, an hour outside, you know, what does that mean on our ROI? Well, we don't operate like that. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. does their thing. Get your work done. If you want to work from home a bit or, you know, shift your schedules because you've got commitments, you know, we really try to stand by that, which is really, you know, generally the culture in a lot of cases, uh, a lot of companies these days anyhow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's retaining talent and just executing. Keep doing good work because it speaks for itself. You know, I can sit here and say, yeah, I came and hustled the streets and really tried to build relationships and sell the brand. And certainly I did that, but... You know, when the project passes over to the project team, if they're not executing, all my promises are, are for naught. And then, you know, it's egg yeah, on no, my the face. circle of project life has to come all the way around. It's a team, yeah, 100%. Like, At the end of the day, you have to deliver on what yeah. you said. Yeah. Or else yeah. it's just a sales story. You don't get to do that twice. No, you that's that the problem. Once. Yeah, you'll have a one great year, and then you might as well, you know, take that shingle and go elsewhere. Right? <laughs> and, re- and, and reshop <laughs> that story around. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the guy story. with his old wagon selling uh, elixirs and moving from town to town. <laughs> exactly. Once we work this group, we're going to move to the next one and exactly. maybe come back in a few years with a different elixir or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd think of those old those movies we've seen. <laughs> yeah, no, totally right. Yeah, and that's not what we want to be. And I think, you know, my adage and how I've kind of, you know, all my, you know, from architecture to the software company to where I am today. I mean, that's always been it. And I think it's, you know, as soon as you sell your personal brand, you don't want to tarnish that because I don't care. You can go work for somebody else, but that comes with you. Right? Yes, it does. Uh, and, and vice versa, because that's the value to the employee. You know, if we all of a sudden can't provide the uh, an environment that you know, embodies what they're looking for. They'll go across the street and with all of our training and all of, you know, with the stuff that they've done and I don't want to lose that. So that's really, you know, what we're trying to concentrate on and continue to pluck away. And it definitely feels different right now, the market than a year ago. Okay. So hopefully that translates. Uh, Are you guys canary in the coal mine? Are you guys late? Like when do you guys go in like on the downturn? Do you guys like, does it dry up like instantaneously? No, luckily for us, and it might be different to some of our competitors, because we had some flow over, um, yeah. like we won a big pr- 
project right before the downturn. Now it would have been a massive project, but it scaled back. But it was still a big. It was one still, that straddled it was still it. a project. Yep, and like Simon's, you know, that one straddled the downturn, and then it was really going in and saying, "We're new. We'll come in. You know, we'll make a little bit, but otherwise, let us show you what we can do." Yep, uh, and we were able to kind of do that. So it didn't dry up. It definitely again, I. Each year was a plus. Okay. We, we gained every year in the downturn, but I think it was only because we didn't do a whole lot previously. With a lot of our companies. When you're in a startup kind of situation or the, right. like, yeah, not a lot of revenue, you're like 300% increase, but that's, exactly. it's still, it's still upward trajectory. So not to demean it. For but sure. No. Right, you started at a place where there was nothing but up, upside opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, and, and you still did it. You still made it happen. <laughs> absolutely. No, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. Otherwise we could have plateaued and the, yeah. the jumps were quite significant at first. Okay. So I think that's telling, uh, I think that, and that goes back, like I said, it was a good, it was a good 12 months before we really started, you know, from coming out here to, you know, restructure the team a tad. And that has been an ongoing thing. It wasn't like we came and wiped everybody and tried to build up. You kind of start to move pieces out. And even when I came out, like, uh, you know, my role right now has, evolved into this role. I was really coming out kind of to do sales, really. Like right. I was coming out to sell the company and and really assess the market and come back and say, this is how you sell in Calgary. This is the potential. This is this. And I think I just, you know, my performance, I guess you could say, you know, was acknowledged. I had office and I kept kind of getting my title for whatever those mean these days, right. but kind of altered more, but my yeah, responsibility. It was a reflection of making, you made, it made something happen. Right. You created change. Exactly. Oh, um, good for you. Yeah, so in, in, in a time that arguably would be the worst time, but you, absolutely. but you capitalized on it and turned it into the best. For sure. Which is that entrepreneurial kind of, and being in a company that allowed that to happen. And I think that's a big one. I think the guys at head office were like the three partners were just like, go, you know, we're not going to handcuff you. You need to do things different. You need to change your rates, your, your fees. How do you, how do you need to compete? Go, go, go run that. And business. that was a big thing. If not, I don't know that we would be here. And frankly, you know, I, I, I would love to kind of see the, you know, the parallel world like those movies and say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's in the boom and we come out, what could we do? You yeah. know, I like to think, you know, it, it would be just as good or better. But, uh, you know, I think we took advantage of the way things were and to really nurture some, some good relationships because you weren't chasing a project, you're chasing the relationship. Well, not being here before and because and, there is always a little bit like wishing things were the way they were right. versus just going, this is the way it is. Yep. So how, would I, how am I going to deal with this, this hand that, now I, that I've been dealt? Right. So I think there's a lot to kind of coming in going, well, I don't, I don't know what that was. I don't need to lament about the, the exactly. good old, I don't need to do the good old days chat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can just go and say, well, let's, let's, let's create the story and build a culture that can, you know, because if you can thrive then, what can you do when things exactly. are quote unquote better? Exactly. But you are seeing like obviously you guys have been on a trend are you seeing more projects seeing more conversations about projects yeah like, definitely okay the big thing that we saw was january and mid-february were busy a lot of stuff kind of flowing okay. out there uh and then what had happened is uh it kind of went quiet and i think a lot of it was waiting on the election yes right yes there was uh, a lot of like wait and see a little bit it's that you know what's the certainty or you know assessing you know what's going to happen i think we all kind of had an idea, but you wanted to see it. And, and again, that's going to take We've time. been surprised before. <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah, and I'm new here and I've heard. So, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. sure you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so we're seeing, you know, things are starting to go now. Again, you know, a lot of it's coming down to, um, you know, there, I've got great, there's great competitors that we're up against here. Uh, and I like that. I thrive off good competitors. You know, I like being sharp. It's everybody's pencil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And how do you do it different? And, you know, I engage with them out at industry things and, and right I think on. it's fantastic. Uh, you know, I, you made a comment earlier. I think there's enough stuff to go around, even in this market and you do, do a good job and you conduct yourself accordingly and it all works itself out. Right. Um, so yeah, we're definitely seeing things. There's quite a few, uh, coming up, you know, I, I think by mid year into Q3, there's going to be a lot more, 
uh, larger mandates and, okay, and into good. 2020. I'm seeing, you know, just well, you're talking. hearing it's a, you know, things are still we like we're not out of the woods if we're going no, to totally. or like, and there still is a lot of opportunity to maybe do things, think about things, action different, you know, industries. And I'm having a lot of those conversations with people, absolutely, like, you know, just waiting for you know, let's quote unquote let the oil to come back and then let let's you know let's not waste a good downturn, <laughs> absolutely, and let's yep. let's do things differently, you know, overall as companies, but I think as a as a province as a city, there's lots of opportunity for change and growth, and totally. it's such, like you know as, as you and I both from somewhere else this is a fantastic the quality of life here is oh, far none one of the best yeah. like, I spend a lot of time in Toronto we have an office there and be like oh you can move to Toronto I'm like don't get me wrong I love Toronto right. but I like coming back to Calgary on Friday night yeah like and yeah, my, si- and my six minute commute to the office yeah that is true anyway that's a whole other thing <laughs> but anyways quality of life is a fantastic you know city and I do believe we have great things ahead of us but, I think but so. they're going to happen because we make them happen yeah. well in case in point like going back look at your podcast look at what people are doing here and that's some great stories yeah. the surface right like there's a lot of these stories out there, there and, and not to be like you know optimist ideally optimistic uh, you know i understand we're still have a long way to go and we our pencils are as sharp as ever there's real there's realistic optimism exactly like, yeah, running yeah. around with being downtrodden doesn't get to- no i think positivity you know whatever the saying is there right like i think it, you throw that out there into the ether and it comes back and you know i i've never been one to kind of sit there and uh, you know, get all stewed about wah, stuff. Wah. Yeah, right? yeah like, totally. Oh, uh, I did that before. That I've learned not, now it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wisdom, wisdom, that's wisdom, coming around. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, when I didn't get into the, the university I wanted to, you know, I, I lamented how horrible I was and I'll never amount to anything. So look at me now. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you. No, it's, but those those are the defining moments that force us to go, like, sure. okay, yeah. But, you know, and also as you get older, just the scope of things, like, you know, the, the monument. Now so there's so much going on. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, that exactly. wasn't great, but that was just a thing. Let's move on to the next exactly. to the next thing. Nothing is maybe as monumental yeah. as it is when you're younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's said. a big conversation yeah. for sure. Trevor, thanks so much for coming in. That was, it, uh, that was a great chat. It was a great, and, uh, and uh, wonder if the story was interesting. I will say with good, with good uh, authority. That was very interesting, and I really appreciate the share and the candid. That was a great call. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome, for sure. Thank you. Thanks.